Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 181, entitled How to Visually Build Your WordPress Translations with TranslatePress. It was published on Thursday the 28th of May 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and just a few bits of housekeeping before you begin. If you wouldn't mind going over to the WP Builds podcast website, over there you'll find everything that we do. We're a largely WordPress-specific content creation network. Crikey, that sounds very grand. But we produce a whole bunch of content each week, all in the WordPress space. As an example, you're about to listen to the podcast. We do this every Thursday. On a Monday, I produce the weekly WordPress news, where I try to sum up in audio form. It's about 25 minutes long. A summation of the previous week's WordPress news. That comes out at 7 a.m. on a Monday and then at 2 p.m. UK time in our Facebook group and also on our live page you'll be able to find the weekly WordPress news live where I have some notable WordPress guests on and we enjoy having all of your comments so do bookmark that if you can. If you also head over to our subscribe page, that's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you'll be able to find out when we produce content, as well as get yourself onto an email list to find out when WordPress deals are pushed live. I send those out as soon as I hear about them, and I try not to keep your inbox too busy. I only send them out fairly infrequently. Another option on that page is to sign up on your favourite podcast player. Join our favourite Facebook group, the WP Builds Facebook group, a very polite community of about 2,500 WordPressers. And also there's links to various other things like our YouTube channel and so on. Another page would be wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. This is a page where product creators in the WordPress space, so that's themes and plugins and so on, have given us permanent codes that you can use to purchase their products. They never run out. They're there 365 days of the year, and so I often describe it as Black Friday, but every day of the week. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And the last one I want to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to put your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, well, we can certainly help you with that. And this week we're helping AB split test. Want to set up your AB split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. So you can go and check it out now at absplittest.com. And we do thank the AB Split Test guys for helping us put on the WP Builds podcast. Speaking of the podcast, this week we have a really interesting one. This week I am joined by Adrian Spiak and we talk about, well, he's the co-founder of a plugin called TranslatePress. Now you may have found the need in the past to translate your website into multiple languages and you've probably found a solution out there, but I venture to say that nothing will be quite 
um, like the Translate Press plugin. It's a little bit like a page builder in that it's very visual. You find something on the page that you would like to translate. You simply click it, use the, the menu on the left hand side and add your translations. You want Japanese, you want French, you want German. It's all in the left hand side panel. It's really, really straightforward to use. So we find out today why he built it, how it works, as well as a whole bunch of premium add-ons that you can throw in as well for all of your translation needs. So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this week's podcast. Hello there. Thank you for getting this far, making it to the interview part of the WP Builds podcast. Today I'm joined by Adrian Spiak. I hope I got that right. Wow, you got it perfect. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. Thank you for having me. So you're very welcome. We had a little bit of coaching before uh, before I actually clicked record there. Um, Adrian's joining us today because, as we'll find out later, he he and his uh, team have got a fantastic product called Translate Press. But um, we'll do some other chat before that, just to sort of like familiarize ourselves with Adrian and the organization that he works for and his history and so on. So if it's all right with you, Adrian, I wouldn't mind beginning there. Um, obviously, you're in the WordPress space. You're on a WordPress related podcast. What's your what's your background with WordPress? Do you do you have have you been using WordPress since the year dot? Uh, I think uh, my journey with WordPress started uh, around a decade ago uh, when I, you know, I first teamed up with one of my co-founders, Christian, and uh, we started like building websites and WordPress was really easy to use. It was uh, emerging due to its uh, uh, user friendliness and uh, growing community. So we got into that and... uh, sort of never look back yeah how long ago was that i think uh, 10 years maybe 11 years 2008 2009 beginning 2009 yeah nice long time ago so you you're sort of steeped in it were you um were you doing things with technology prior to that have you got a history of working with computers and building software and so on yes uh, we were both uh, into computers coding uh graduated from uh, technical universities so uh, yeah uh, even prior prior to that we played with uh, technologies like php or uh, html a little bit of J- javascript things like that okay um so you've got two kind of main um, arms i suppose in the wordpress space you've got two particularly notable products um well one one some not so much a product more of a kind of like a an amalgamation of different things we've got cosmo labs which you can find at cosmo with a z um molabs.com and we've also got uh, translate press as well just wondering if we could spend a couple of minutes i know we hadn't necessarily scheduled to talk about this but it might be nice to have a quick talk about cosmo cosmo labs what it is what is it that you're doing over there what have you what have you collected together yeah now that i think about it i think the domain name cosmos labs were definitely was definitely taken you know so we we made a twist and yeah. <laughs> bought cosmos labs and uh yeah so with cosmos labs it, it, it started uh, as a blog where uh, we wrote things uh wordpress related so um when we first started we we started as a web development uh, agency focusing on WordPress. And uh, Cosmos Labs was uh, the blog where we started writing, uh, you know, things we've learned, uh, problems we had and so on. 
And that's also where the place that uh, helped us launch our first product, which is called the Profile Builder, which is basically an all-in-one user registration and profile plugin where you can, using it, you can easily create uh, custom user forms, uh, add custom fields, uh, list your users, and so on. And why I'm saying that the, the blog helped us, because uh, I think my colleague Christian wrote a, a post uh, regarding the limitation of the user registration in WordPress, the default user registration, everything was backend. You could not uh, collect any additional user data. And that post, I think, was uh, the most popular blog post on our blog for a year uh, and something. And due to that, uh, you know, and got a lot of comments. So due to that, we we decided to, you know, to take action and build something. So we built Profile Builder, which was uh, our initial product. And uh, it was also the one which helped us make the transition from a web development agency, like from services to focusing solely on building WordPress products. Right. Um, so Profile Builder Pro, is it still going strong or has yes, WordPress it's, itself uh, kind of... Yes, up to this date, it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, our bestseller for Cosmos Labs. Uh, Translate Press, I think, uh, we'll get into that later, but uh, has even more potential. Yeah. And then you've got a couple of others. You've got paid members. Sorry, I made a real hash of that. Paid member subscriptions. And you've also got the, the WordPress creation kit. Um, do you want to just briefly yes. tell us what they are as well? Yeah. So so paid member subscriptions uh, was built out of uh, several user feedback we received from profile builder users. They all wanted a simple way to create uh, paid user profiles, like allowing users to pay for their profiles. And instead of building an add-on or building something uh, strictly for a profile builder, we decided to, why not build a membership plugin altogether, like which was already a super crowded space and competitive space, but we wanted to, our take on it was, let's build something super simple and intuitive that looks uh, exactly like the, you know, the WordPress interface, nothing fancy, nothing. And people can use it without, uh, and set it up really quickly. So yeah. that's how paid member subscription uh, was born and it's fully compatible with uh, Profile Builder, a lot of people use them together, but uh, also paid member subscription now is a standalone membership plugin, mm. which powers, I think, uh, around, uh, I think, more than 10,000 websites, active websites wow. or so. Wow, the numbers in WordPress are just astonishing, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, just, they are. They are. Crazy, crazy <laughs> that's one of, of the beauties. Yeah, True. well, that's that's why I suppose we're all here in a way. Um, and then, okay, let, let's let's change tack then, because the, one of the reasons that um, uh, we ended up speaking and getting you on the podcast was was because of uh, this fabulous multilingual, I don't know what the right word is, but it's a translation plugin. Um, I don't know if the word multilingual is the exact word to use here, but it's a, it's a plugin which enables you to, let's say, for example, like me, you are building a website and it's in English and you wish to have proportion, portions of that site to be translated, for example, into French. That's what Translate Press does. Now you're coming into a crowded, um, crowded arena here. We've got a whole 
tranche of uh, of rival plugins that are um, you know been around for many years and probably got lots and lots of um, users who are familiar with them. What is it that you felt um, made Translate Press worthy of creating and spending so much time on? Yeah, Nathan, you are absolutely right. There are a lot of options, uh, not just for translation, for pretty much everything in the WordPress space nowadays. But our take with TranslatePress was to build something that's uh, uniquely, like really different and extremely intuitive and easy to use. We wanted to target people who have no coding skills, who have uh, don't want to learn or read a lot of documentation to be able to set up a multilingual website. And uh, I think you gave it an excellent description uh, in one of your tweets. It's basically a page builder for translations. So everything in TranslatePress happens uh, visually. You translate your website directly from the front end using a visual translation interface. Uh, you can browse it page by page and pretty much translate everything you see. Yeah, there's a um, if you go to the website, which is um, glad that you could get this URL because it's exactly what you needed. Translatepress.com. Um, there's a there's a video right at the very top of the of the page, and it's about three and a three and a half minutes long, and it's um it's Adrian uh, explaining and showing how it all works, and that kind of encapsulates what we're going to talk about. So it may be a good idea if you're near a computer, maybe go and pause go to translatepress.com, watch the video, and then come back. And you have much more insight into what we're going to describe because it's very visual. But um, essentially, you've got um, the, it's like a customizer type interface. So it'll be familiar for people who use a, a page builder as well. There's a there's a, a, a an admin bar, if you like, where the work goes on is a, is a bar down the left-hand side of the page. And you simply find a, find a bit of text on the page that you would like to translate, click on it, and then type the translation and then click publish and you're done now i for the life of me can't understand why this hasn't happened so far it's a it's a great breakthrough it makes the whole process ridiculously easy how difficult was it to create this were there a lot of um problems that you didn't foresee has it been a, a you know straightforward or have you been tearing your hair out trying to make this all work uh, it, it definitely wasn't straightforward, and yes, we there was a there were uh, some problems we did not foresee, uh, as always. But um, I think the the main thing we were trying to solve there are two pain points with uh, translation plugins nowadays. One is the compatibility. Uh, users always have to make sure is my team compatible with the translation plugin is my if what if what happens if i use a page builder what happens if i use a short code how do i translate the output of a short code uh, what happens if i set up a woocommerce store can i translate uh, i don't know all my products or details or variations or things like that and this is a big pain so with translate press we wanted to make sure uh, this disappears and um, we worked hard to, to make it uh, out of the box compatible with any team plugin page builder. Uh, so it doesn't matter how you created your content. Uh, what matters is, uh, is that uh, whatever is displayed on the front end, it's translatable. We, we even took it like a, a step further. Like let's say you have media 
like uh, for example an image with text oh. which uh, obviously in a different language you would want to to change it with a different image with uh, translated text yeah so you can do that exactly the same way as you translate uh, text you just click on the image you will uh, see uh, an option to upload a different one for a, a different language and uh, also translate the alt uh, tag and so on okay so intriguingly you know the way that uh, wordpress works it, the content can be coming from all sorts of different places you know it may have been pushed in by a i don't know a page builder for example it might be coming in from a widget or it might be a short code or there's just multiple multiple different ways that that content could have arrived on the page but you're saying yeah. that Translate Press can cope with any of that scenario. So that I suppose that leads to the slightly technical question. How does it actually work? How is it locating the portion that needs to be translated and then somehow storing that data away somewhere and making sure that that data is replaced with different data? Well, the technical details are basically we were, we're waiting for all the page to load, mm -hmm. for all the content to load, and then we're uh, adding the translation layer. That's uh, pretty much it. The, the t details of it are, uh, can, be, can get quite complicated, but uh, <laughs> in the end, uh, uh, yeah, because it's pretty tricky to, to work with things like, for example, sliders, which we support, like you can easily translate sliders or pop-ups. You can also translate pop-ups once they uh, appear or things like that. But it's it's JavaScript in the end, and uh, we're parsing everything uh, on all the text in the document in the, on a page, and then uh, making sure it's uh, all translatable. Um, so when you when you spoke about images, I suppose that will pique people's interest. They um they're you're clearly not saying that if there is, I mean, goodness knows somebody's going to think it. If there's image in, if there's text in the image, you're not modifying the image. You're just saying, look, here's a different image for the Spanish page. Here's a different image for the Italian page, right? And you have to make those yourself. Yes, obviously, yeah. exactly, exactly. Somebody so, yeah, somewhere will think that you've created the most miraculous tool that can identify text. <laughs> No, we're not that good yet. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you are in this page um, and you you're in the sort of like translate press editing mode, if you like, you you simply find things, you click on them and what have you, um, and then this this panel appears on the left hand side and and it it says you know here's the English translation, here's the French translation, here's the Italian translation. Can you exactly. can you do an infinite number of translations? Can you just literally stack them on? top of one of the one one or another do you have to have language skills to do this so for example in my case I, I would be I'd suffer greatly or is this can this be automated in some way yes it can so translate press supports both uh, manual and automatic translations uh, we're uh, inter we have an integration with Google uh, translate also Deepal. it's a really high quality automated uh, translation service and basically, you can set set it all up and have your website uh, automatically translated in under a minute, and then just uh, I mean instantly. Uh, I'm saying under a minute just because it sounds cool, but it's, it, this 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 happens instantly. Like once you enter the your API key and clicked uh, save changes, once you navigate the website, 
the translation basically happens the first time you load the page. Right. And um, we're also making sure to store this translation in order to increase speed. And uh, our recommendation is to, once you have your site automatically translated, like go and manually edit uh, everything that sounds weird or off or uh, doesn't have context. Yeah. Uh, and and how, how do you do that then? Um, is there a way that you can... So let's say, for example, that I... Um, go to the, the web page and it was in English and I'm now looking at the, the French version. Presumably there's some sort of like little flag icon or some little icon that you'd click to translate the page. Um, and then can I go in and just, in the way that I described a moment ago, can I go in and and everything will now be in Italian so I can just edit those one at a time. I don't have to sort of go back to the beginning and start with the English and then go through the Italian bits one by one. No, you don't. Yes, you can do that. Okay, so no, that's white mesh. Yeah, and yes. how um, is there a is there like a cost to be borne for the instant translation? So, for example, you you said that it's instantaneous. Presumably, that those strings of text are being fired off to some um, remarkable engine somewhere, which is then quickly translating them and sending them back again. Um, I'm guessing that's not a free thing, or maybe it is. Uh, no, that's. Not, I mean, translating it it depends on the service you're using. Uh, Google has a. Uh, a limit, I think, uh, up to 500,000 characters, it's free. Uh, so you, you get a good start. Up, after that, I think you pay $20 per million characters or something like that, which is quite uh, enough for a decent-sized uh, website. Okay. Uh, yeah. However, we're looking to mainstream this process. So when using a, a premium version of Translate Press, we are looking to I don't, do this automatically for you and not uh, make you uh, I don't, use a different service, create an API key and have to pay some extra costs. So we will probably integrate this in the close future. Oh, okay. So you'll acquire the plugin somehow, um, license it with you guys, and then you'll take on the burden of um, like financing that part of it, if you like. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, I suppose that makes sense. One thing because which sort of... it, it removes some friction from yes. all this. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, the, the less the less that you've got to do yourself, the, the better it is, really. One thing that just suddenly occurred to me is we all spend well, some of us do um, spend quite a bit of time making sure that things which are not seen on the page. So, for example, all the, the metadata and the SEO stuff, let's call it that SEO, for want of a better word, that all of that is taken care of. Um, does that also come along for the ride? Can we can we change all of that on a page by page basis into our preferred languages as well? Yeah, so in the sidebar, uh, which most, which looks like the like the visual translation interface looks a little bit like the customizer. We we wanted to use a very similar look just to to make people feel comfortable, you know, with it, not to create something completely new. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a string list, so there you can also find all the metadata. You can find uh, you can easily translate things like slugs or page title of, or description or so on, all the important SEO elements. Uh, so yes, the, the, the answer is yes, uh, TranslatePress is uh, SEO friendly and uh, you can translate everything uh, SEO related. It's uh, also integrated with the, 
we have an SEO pack add-on which basically allows you to to go further like uh, let's say you're using Yoast you can also translate the focus keywords uh, you can translate the meta description you right. can create uh, multilingual sitemaps using uh, the sitemap functionality in Yoast and so on mm. um we were talking when 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 I was describing it, I kind of described it as a as a page builder for um, for translations, which seems to fit nicely. And and obviously, you know, page builders very much um, of of the moment. Everybody seems to be enjoying them and realizing the benefits of them. I'm just wondering though, and we'll get onto the wider Gutenberg thing in a moment. But I'm I'm just wondering um, whether or not, let's say, for example, in my case, when I write a blog post, I'm doing that in the text editor so it's not it's not really a page it's a post but I'm doing it all in the text editor and it's paragraph after paragraph after paragraph block after block after block and and so that's that's kind of divorced from the the translate press user interface do you have ways of um, translating in in the old-fashioned you know the the classic editor if you like or the the Gutenberg block editor as well yeah, um, we didn't look to go too much in that area. I think the the, the forte of uh, Translate Press is the visual translation interface. So basically, it gives you context. You know exactly where a string is located. You don't have to assume anything. That uh, and also uh, this makes it uh, really easy for for people just not very familiar with the different areas of wordpress to say to say this yeah that's uh, a really good point actually because um, maybe the job of translating is going to be handed over to to, to somebody else and that you know they might have zero skills with using a cms or wordpress wordpress in this case and so the ability to just point click edit Click save. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we have a feature, for example, translator accounts, uh, where you can easily create a user and just uh, sign him, him as a translator without giving him admin rights to the website and so on. Okay. And he he basically logs in and then uh, in the front end he could uh, help you translate all your website without giving him any access to to the back end to the WordPress dashboard. So okay. I think this is, is really handy. Now, yeah. to answer your question, we also have things like shortcodes. For example, if you want to uh, translate uh, certain bits or, I don't know, uh, have uh, a different type of text in uh, a different language, we have a thing like uh, called a conditional shortcode based, based on language, which you can use inside a block editor or uh, inside a text editor or so on. Um, to, to conditionally display different elements or text. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, does the does the the plugin offer the the sort of feature for kind of like geolocating you? So let's say, for example, I picked up my computer and went on holiday to Italy. Lucky me. And um, and I switched on, you know, a, a Translate Press uh, configured site. Does it does it know about that? And um, can it can it supply the Italian automatically, or do I have to go through the process of sort of picking my language manually? No, I mean it does. We have uh, it. Ha we have an add-on for that. It's called automatic user language detection, and uh, you basically just in activate it, and it's all, and that's it. Yeah, it okay. will take care of this. It will uh, uh, redirect you to the language uh, 
you speak based on IP or browser language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. it has a, a really smart lo logic behind it. Okay. And um, okay, so I can see that you've got a, a very comprehensive free version with a whole raft of things in it. Some notable things which I think might interest people are. Um, that you can translate the sort of entire page in this page builder uh, format. It supports um, WooCommerce, which might be of great interest to a lot of you. There's a whole ton in the free version. Presumably that's on the WordPress repository, is it? Yes, it's on yep. the WordPress repository. Okay, uh, so you can go search for that. But you've also got a, a sort of like a premium tier and you've got these advanced add-ons and pro add-ons and so on. So maybe if we just get into the pricing and what those different different pricing models enable you to do. So I'll just quickly run by what the what the tiers are. So we've got um, got personal, which is 79 euros. It's all priced in euros. That's for one site. You've got business, which is 139, which is for three sites. And you've got developer, which is 199 uh, for unlimited sites. Um, but there's a sort of different configuration. So do you want to just run through what you will get with those different tiers and um, and what some of those different add-ons will enable you to do? Yes, absolutely. So uh, the free version, you can use it to translate uh, everything on your website. It's uh, It works out of the box with any team, plugin, WooCommerce, page builders. Uh, the only limitation is that uh, it's limited to two uh, translation languages. So if you want more than that, uh, the personal uh, version of TranslatePress has, uh, if you want to add, I don't know, five translation languages or basically an unlimited uh, number, okay. you, you find that in the personal or the premium versions. Uh, we also have the SEO pack uh, we discussed about, which has integrations with uh, SEO plugins, uh, allowing you to translate things like uh, uh, page titles, slug, slug translations, and so on, like uh, Yoast SEO sitemap support. And then some really cool add-ons are found in the, the other versions. Uh, you have navigation based on language. You can customize your menu, for example, to have different menu structures based on the, the language the user browses. You have uh, automatic user language detection. You have translator accounts if you want to allow existing users to translate you know your site or hire a professional translator to translate your site without giving him uh, admin rights yeah. and uh, things like uh, deeper support for automatic translation all these are found in the um, uh, developer and business packs okay so there's absolutely tons there's loads and loads of nice um additions so there's one which had caught my eye as well that browse as a as a user role so you can actually um look at how it would so you you can you can change it based upon the role of the person logged in can you as well exactly let's say you have some restricted content or you have a, a form that's available only for a certain user role uh, in order to translate it you have to see it so you can easily use this browse's user role uh, to display absolutely everything that's uh, visible to that certain user role. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the, the user interface is, is absolutely fantastic. I really like it. And no doubt this is um, becoming more and more popular over time. Um, you know, it, how, how, how is it going? You know, is it justifying itself in terms of a business at the minute? Yes, it's, it's growing nicely. It uh, currently powers uh, more than 50,000 websites. Oh. Uh, if you look at WordPress.org, I think in the last year it it went like from twenty thousand to fifty thousand, and uh, I don't know I see more and more people noticing it, using it, saying uh, they they simply get it. You know, yeah. uh, it doesn't need a lot of uh, introduction or a description to, on how to use it. Yes. Once you install it and click translate site, you'll instantly understand how how easy it is to modify and translate a certain piece of text yeah in a sense the the fact that you were later to the market than um than some of the other uh, plugins uh, kind of afforded you a certain benefit in that you you got the you got in after the sort of visual point click page builder interface was was a thing um, and so I, I think in, in that sense, the fact that you've built it after that has become quite a normal procedure, building pages with point, click, drag, type, what have you, um, yeah. you've been able to do that, which is nice. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, I think that if you want to build something, it needs to be or either different or better or both. Otherwise, the, the competition being so fierce in uh appears in uh, the WordPress, I don't know, plugin space or product page, it's really hard to get noticed and get people to use your product. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I, saying Translate Press is super popular, but I think it has a lot of potential and uh, more and more people are using it and it has a really nice, it had a really nice growth. So yeah. uh, we are very comfortable with uh, the perspectives. One of the things that I like to ask um, is about support and what have you, because that's one of the things that people, uh, you know, they, they find interesting once they've bought a product. Do you do you offer kind of support via like chat or are you all via email or do you have a like a, a, an area where you can log in and submit support tickets and what have you? Yeah, we we offer email support. Okay. Uh, we don't do chat or phone support. Uh, we found this to to work with our I know our style of work, mm. and yeah. also no, maybe write more details and uh, detailed and helpful answers. Yeah, yeah. So we prefer this uh, like to offer all the the premium uh, versions are come with uh, priority in premium support. However, we will uh, and. Do uh, visit the WordPress.org forums and uh, answer there as well. So we're not uh, completely ignore those people who have uh, may bump into certain issues. Are there any areas? Probably a difficult question for for you to answer because you know, nobody likes to admit that uh, some things don't work. But are there any kind of problems that you've run into? Um, where it would, you, you, you know, Translate Press, it found it insurmountable. It was unable to to do the translation. You know, quirky themes that misbehaved, or s some bizarre, I don't know, collection of plugins that meant that it just failed. Yeah, no, I have no problem answering this question. Oh, good, good. <laughs> uh, so, for example, if you have completely different type of content for each language. 
then uh, I uh, probably translate press is not the best solution for you. You should look more into setting up a multi-site or going with plugins like multilingual press, for example. If you want to set, for example, a WooCommerce store which has completely different pages and products in different languages, which which is basically a different website in a different language, if uh, you know what I mean. Then translate press is not is not uh, the right plugin for you. Okay. I think. Okay. Um, sorry, I interrupted. No worries. <laughs> no, no, that, that that's pretty much it. Okay. We are, I mean, there are some conflicts uh, with, uh, I know, certain teams, mostly because uh, they do not follow, you know, WordPress standards. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to fix and uh, everything in order to have full compatibility with everything. This is a, a big thing we uh, embarked on and tried to offer, just working out of the box with any team or plugin. That's a huge statement. And to yes. back it up, you have to to work a lot on, you know, the things you mentioned uh, before. It doesn't work with a certain team, which is not popular, but, uh, you know, so then you have to think uh, to have a more general approach to it, not uh, fix that specific uh, issue, but uh, like thinking a more in a bigger way on how can you prevent this from happening from happening in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, and that that can be pretty challenging at times. Speaking of the future, that was a nice segue. Um, speaking of the future, if you've um, if you've been paying close attention to, I don't mean you. I'm directing this at our listeners now. If you've been paying close attention to um, the, the the roadmap for the block editor, otherwise known as Gutenberg, then it it's going to be sort of rolling out in four different stages, and we're kind of on to the second stage now, which is kind of customization of the the site. So, for example, headers and footers, that kind of thing. And uh, one of the stages in the future, several years away by all accounts, and certainly not being undertaken at all at the moment, is native um, integration with with multilingual um, capabilities. Now, does this does this bother you? Are you troubled? Are you thinking this is going to cause you problems, or are you are you more looking forward to it and seeing where Translate Press can fit into that ecosystem? Yes, in a sense, I am looking forward to it because I think it's a good thing for uh, WordPress users. And uh, I'm really eager to find out more. I know this is just uh, an idea now. It uh, It's not materialized into anything. There are some concepts going around. But uh, I, I think there will always be a way that you can make your uh, user's life easier. So I'm just... Uh, Gutenberg can also be seen, you know, as a as a threat to page builders, for example. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. It probably will at some point, but I think uh, they will adapt as well. So uh, I'm not. I'm, I don't think. And all of this is in the benefit of the end user, which is which is great. Yes. And, yeah. Another example I would give was uh, would be with uh, custom fields, like uh, when native custom fields support was added in WordPress. Um, I think a super popular plugin like Advanced Custom Fields. You know, uh, people were uh, concerned that what would happen would would it disappear? And uh, I think this was many years ago, and now Advanced Custom Fields is still more powerful than ever. So. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm not very concerned with this. I'm actually looking forward to seeing how, how this uh, turns out and maybe we can contribute to it. So this is uh, something I would love to, to give our input on. Yeah, it's interesting. The, the, the world and, and WordPress in particular has a, has a sort of habit of delivering up unexpected things. And it may be that this is an, an you know, absolutely the best thing that ever happened. For Translate Press, primarily, you know, just the fact that it's on everybody's radar for a start. You know, there's multilingual features. Oh, I should be making use of those. And then they may very well discover yourself and, you know, some rivals um, along the way. So, yeah, absolutely fascinating product. I will just quickly mention the um, the URL once more. It's translatepress.com. Before we go, um, Adrian, I've got, a, got an interesting question to ask you because I share these show notes with uh, with our guests and they write things in. I'm fascinated by something that you wrote and it's got nothing to do with translations, but it's got to do with work-life balance because in there, in the show notes, you wrote about the fact that you, you've made a decision as a company to just work for four days in each week. How's that going? Well, to, to put it simple, uh, it all started like six years ago and uh, we never looked back. So I, I guess it, it was a good decision. Yeah. Uh, it has its challenges, but it allows us to to get more like press, to spend more time with our families, to have a really, really uh, sane balance, like work-life balance. I think it was one of the best decisions we we took. Uh, our employees, our colleagues, brag you know around it. You know, I'm not working Friday, so this is also a good uh, selling point for you as a company. Yeah. And uh, the extra day give you more time to to rest and uh, I don't know, think about things. As a co-founder, for me, it's super useful. Like Friday, I either you know spend time with my family or uh, have time to think. Uh, we're so drawn into the day-to-day -day activities that um, setting aside time to just think or do nothing is uh, is gone. It's, it's something no one does anymore, and we all should. It's really commendable. I, I think it's such a fabulous idea. I wish I wish I could um, get myself around to that way of thinking. I, I just saw it and it just, it just stood out on the page. I just thought that's lovely. Um, what you could do as an experiment is uh, just try, you know, ending Friday a little bit earlier, like yeah. around noon, and uh, see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a try. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, Please do. Yeah. Th thank you for, for having us on. Now, we haven't really discussed uh, this too much in detail, but Adrian was mentioning the fact that um, around the, the release of the podcast, we may very well put a, um, a like a, a deal or a giveaway or something along those lines out. So, um, so keep your ears peeled for that. But um, yeah, Adrian Spiak. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast today and telling us about Translate Press. Thank you again, Nathan. The naming was perfect again. <laughs> you <laughs> named it. Thanks a lot. I had a great time. Thank you. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. It was certainly fascinating chatting to Adrian about the Translate Press plugin. Looks really interesting. You can get a whole lot more information about it by going to the Translate Press website. Click on the link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. You'll be able to see just how easy it is and how you can get yourself onto the premium tier if that takes your fancy. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? 
The new AB split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything really. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. So what are you waiting for? Go and check it out at absplittest.com. And we thank them for helping us put on the WP Builds podcast this week. Maybe you'll join us next week. We'll have a podcast next Thursday. It's likely to be a debate between David Wormsley and I, because that's the way we do it. A week of an interview and then a week of David and I debating. So join us for that. Also, what about Monday? Join us on Monday for the weekly WordPress news and the live that I mentioned at the top of the show. You can find those each and every week at wpbills.com forward slash live 2pm UK time. I hope that you have a very safe week and I will fade in some cheesy music and say bye bye for now. Thank you.